Hi, and welcome back. You know what they say? Three times a habit. So we are so happy that you are tuning in to the Connect and Lead podcast again. And if this is the first episode that you're listening to, we encourage you to go back to the beginning and get the full introduction to the DISC model, because this show is here to help you improve in your relationships, how you communicate, the way you work in teams and become more productive. When you start to get a grip on the DISC model, you will better understand yourself and the people around you. Or to put it short, this podcast will teach you how you can succeed in life by using your natural superpowers. Hi, everyone, and welcome to the Connect and Lead podcast. I'm Sophia Carlson. And I'm Tessa Campen. So Tessa, this starts to become a habit now. We have reached the fourth episode of our podcast, and it's the third episode where we dive deeper into each of the four DISC styles. In this episode, we will talk about the S style. We will help the listeners get a better understanding of the people around them who often show up as easygoing, steady, and loyal. And we will look at their superpowers. And I'm saying this to all the S's out there. You have superpowers. Because this is a style that is so easy to underestimate, especially if you are an S yourself. You are underestimating yourself. The thing is that without you, without the S's, we would all be doomed. So you will hear in this episode about their motivators, their limitations, and the dark sides. Yes, they have the dark sides too. They do? <laughs> yeah. So you, Tessa, you're one of them. So tell us about it. How would you describe an S? Yeah, um, I would describe our S-style friends as loyal team players, trusting, fun-loving. And I'm not just saying this because, because I'm an S, but they're usually your most balanced style. They have this way of just counterbalancing all the other styles in a very kind way. Now, again, depending on their blend, um, I'll talk a little bit later about, you know, when I'm not always showing up in that way, but they have a really interesting way of being able to come in and just bring a sense of calm and peace to the conversation. So, you know, we talk about them being a silent majority, right? They, you know, this is, this is the group of people who are sitting at your table and you see them very quietly um, just sitting there. They're on your teams, they're in your family, but I'm not sure, Sophie, if you mentioned this, but they're the bulk of our population. They are nearly 70% of our population. So they're the silent majority. And I want you to think about this for a moment, right? If everyone is a driven leader, we would have no one to lead. And if everyone was like our I friends that we spoke about, you know, these natural entertainers and outgoing, well, who would be entertained by them? And then as we're going to learn this next week, we have this population that's very detail oriented. Um, and so if everyone was like them, then no one would need order in their lives. And so when I say the silent majority, and I know I'm stressing this point here, they don't stick out like the other team members in your, in your life or the other styles do. Um, they'll bring a more passive and serene feel to the world. They're calm. Um, and my husband makes fun of me because I, they talk about, I feel. That might be a word you want to listen to. And I, every sentence I start with is, you know, I feel like today we're going to, and he makes fun of me. He's like, you feel? <laughs> and so um, he's a CS, but we'll talk about the C's. But um, they are your biggest cheerleader. 
and they put the spot on others. And so I'd love to hear from you, Sophia. If, does that sound like S's in your life? Yeah, that is so interesting. Definitely that this, and I learned this later in life. That is, So for me, it was harder to understand this when I was younger, since I am more of an ID. But now when I know it, I definitely know that we need to build teams where the S's have a lot of responsibility and they are so loyal. I mean, they're there are a lot of things that wouldn't get done and wouldn't be delivered if it wasn't for the S's. But tell us more, what is the struggle in the S style? Well, you know, before I answer that, you mentioned giving those S style team members responsibility. And I can really confirm that because I would never just openly volunteer for that responsibility. I mean, I'll always volunteer to be a support on the team. But if someone was to say, Tessa, you're responsible for this, we want you to be responsible for this, I'll step up to that. Um, but it's not something that I will just go and volunteer myself to. So I'm really, I'm glad that you pointed that out. And I guess if we're talking about struggles, that's probably a struggle, right? It's the confidence in being able to say, I can handle that responsibility without being asked. And so one of the, the biggest struggles I see in myself is, you know, I've often allowed people to walk over me. Um, and I'm not blaming anyone. I take full responsibility for that because um, the struggle in it is I allow people to walk over me because I just want to please them so much that I'll often just keep doing things that please them versus pleasing myself. Um, and so as an S, I can, you know, oftentimes I can feel this sense of unworthiness. Um, I can feel insecure in my roles. I can, you know, I have lots of doubts and fears and all these things, but it's because I'm never allowing myself to just speak my own truth or to speak into the gifts that I know I bring. And I just do things, you know, for other people. So if you're listening to this and you're not sure if what your style is, if this sounds like you, maybe you have that S nature and very much shy away from confrontation. Uh, I do not like it. If if I can feel confrontation coming forward now, I'm much better now, but I would, my heart would be in my ears, right? So I'm like, oh no, this person's coming at me. And, and so it was a struggle and I would just, I would disengage. I, I would not entertain that. And so that's a challenge. That's been a big challenge for me. Um, but learning more about the strengths of my styles allows me to mitigate those areas of weakness. So what do you perceive in an S and, and I, I'm sure you have, obviously we talked about it being the, um, the silent majority. So you probably have a lot of S's in your life, but um, what are some of the things that you notice within the S? I started to think about my, my coaching clients. So there I have, so since they are anyway in, in majority in the world, I obviously have a lot of uh, clients as well who, who are, have the S style and they struggle a lot to say no because they want to help they want to support and they also don't want to end up in this confrontation. For, for them, it feels like confrontational to say no. And like you were, when you were talking about like allowing themselves to be run over. So this can be both in relationships in private relationships, but also at work. There, I noticed that we can practice this to say, so if it's hard to say no, you can still say yes, but like giving 
the person who's asking for your time, your effort, or your your input, uh, saying yes, but but giving them a condition. I can do this if I don't have to do that. I can do this if you if it's okay that it's just a draft. I can do this if it's okay within three weeks, not tomorrow. You know, so giving the SS a tool to be able to say no by but not so that it doesn't have to be that hard no so that is so difficult for the s's but otherwise what you explain is what i'm seeing as well i do have the s in me that pops up under stress so i become less confrontational in a stressful situation i uh, step back a bit when i don't want to have a conflict in a stressful situation i kind of calm down there but what I was seeing when, when I was younger is that I had a hard time hanging out with S people yeah. because um, I was hanging out a lot with um, people who were eyes like I was. It was a lot of energy and a lot of talking, not so much listening. So when I met somebody who was more um, an introvert or more of a listener, I couldn't really figure out if they had a good time. Because yeah. I was so used to that people express if they're having a good time or not. I'm bored. So I'm, you know, I'm going to do something else now. Or I have, a, I have a lot of fun. So I'm definitely staying and I would show up tomorrow as well. With the S's, I, I couldn't really read them. And that was, of course, because I didn't listen. But I, I do see today that I did not have many of those S friends when I was younger because I, I couldn't really understand what was going on. So well, you know what's interesting? I think they, it's this, if you're a true S, I mean, I'm SI, right? So I have that I, I love being around people. Um, but if, if you were like a double reserve style, if you had like an SC that you were hanging out with or a true S to the core, I think because they value that calmness and that peace and that tranquility and you know, a lot of those things that as an ID, you're, you're, you're more outgoing, right? Like you have this more extroverted nature to you when you you're around a passive person, it's, it's probably hard to read them. Like, do they actually want to be here? And even on your team, right? Like, do they want to be here? And mm -hmm. so it's really important. I think that we ask those people to speak up, right? That we're, we're asking for their opinion, oh, we're yes. asking for their thoughts, because if they're not bringing them to the table because they're sitting there questioning themselves like I would, mm. right? I'm not going to volunteer this thought because, oh, what if Sophia thinks that was a stupid thing for me to say? And now all of a sudden I'm dealing with not only rejection, but loss of security and all these feelings inside of me. Very important that we call on those people because you're right. Sometimes they're just, they're just quiet, but they're very valuable. Yeah, absolutely. But let's talk about their superpowers, because mm -hmm. this is something I really like to do when I train teams and uh, coaching individuals on DISC. I always emphasize the strengths of the S's because I know it's so easy for themselves to take it for granted, but also for other people to take it for granted. So what are those things that the S is doing so naturally that can be really tough for a high D or a high I or a high C to do? Yeah, the first thing I think of, I'm like, they listen, right? They, they, they listen. And I remember actually um, another Maxwell team member that I met when I went on my transformation trip, he was talking about, he wasn't talking about the styles, but when he was explaining this, I'm like, oh, that sounds like an S. 
he was talking about when you're in a room, um, how he said, you know, you want to be the doorknob. And I was like, okay, where is he going with this? Right. But he talked about, you know, in every room there is a, on a door, there's a doorknob, there's a handle. And that handle is in every room, but it's not saying anything, right? It's listening. And only until they're asked, hey, you know, open the door. They're, they're actually being useful when someone goes and grabs them and opens that door. And I was like, what a great analogy for, for our S's. You know, they listen. They're sitting there and they're listening and they're collecting thoughts. And they're ready to support you. And they're ready to encourage you. And they're ready to value the people around the table. And I'm not saying that our D's and our I's and our C's don't do that, uh, but our S's just do that so well. And, and I think that really is their superpower is they're sitting there very quietly and you may think that they're not paying attention or you may think they're just stuck in their thoughts, but they're really thinking about what people are saying. And I think, you know, having an S on your team, they're, they're going to make you look good if you're a D, right? They want to come alongside you. They want to help you get their results. They want to make you look good. Um, even with, with the Cs, they, they want to be able to support, support you in collecting those details. And so I, I just think, you know, listening is what really stands out to me. Um, and the word support, encourage, um, and value. Those are four words, I think that really speak to their superpowers. Have you seen that? Do you, you feel the same? Uh, yeah, I, no, absolutely. And and this is what I mean when when the, it can be so taken for granted because these are things we expect from most people, right? Mm -hmm. But they do it naturally. So when I point that out to an S, something they did that was really good, they can be like, ah, I was just being you know, nice. I was just being how we expect people to be and I'm like yes but for you it's natural so just because it was easy doesn't mean that it wasn't important yeah. it means that it's your superpower because it comes so easy and natural to you while you know the d could be good at that as well and really kudos to them who do that well when they are not doing it naturally because it means that they are very very intentional about it for the S's, just because it's easy and natural doesn't mean that it's not extremely valuable. So just for them to be there is giving some sort of harmony and feel to the team and the, and the group. I, I take this with a cake. I often talk about that, like the S's, so all the styles can bring cake to the office. Mm -hmm. The S's, they bring the cake and they don't even tell anyone that they are the ones who placed the cake next to the coffee machine because <laughs> they just, you know, they just baked cake. They want everyone to enjoy cake. Yeah. The D brings all cake as well, but they do that because they feel like maybe they're going to reach the goal quicker if they have some cake first or they're going to, you know, be happy so that they then they're going to work harder. The I brings cake like, hey, I baked cake. Isn't that great? And, you know, did you like my cake? How was it? You know, I'm going to have some attention when they bring the cake. And the C also brings cake because it's their turn. It's the right thing to do. Oh, that's it's hilarious. Like, this is what's expected from me. But the S brings cake because they want to please other people, but they don't even need to tell everyone that the cake. I've never right. heard that. I love <laughs> that analogy. But, you know, I keep thinking, I'm like, it's a blessing and a curse, actually, for our athletes to have oh, yeah. it. Right. Because I keep thinking even about myself, 
Um, yeah, I listen, I encourage, I support, I value, I go out of my way always to make other people feel included, welcomed, um, just amazing. And I don't always get that back. And unfortunately, when I don't get that back, and I'm going to be honest, I kind of had a day yesterday, one of those days, you know, I'm, I'm giving back to my community, I'm running transformation tables in my community, I'm doing one with you know, a group of people and I'm, I'm serving teams and organizations. And then, you know, you go and you, you're wanting a day of that for yourself. And all of a sudden you don't get it. And you're like, I'm not going to be so encouraging. I'm not going to be so nice. I'm not going to be so this. Right. And, and all of a sudden, like the whole world sucks. So here's something that we need to, to learn as All right. Everything's fine. Everything's fine. Everything's fine. Everything's fine. And then it's not fine. And then you are not the nicest person to be around. And I'm saying this because I am an F and that is a big challenge for us. If you're giving, if you're listening, if you're supporting, if you're encouraging, find a way to fill your own cup. Don't seek that from other people because you may not get it and that's okay. But you need to really understand if I'm going to be constantly allowing my cups to go lower and lower and lower by giving, where am I going to fill that up if it's not coming from other people? Very important lesson that I had to learn. I love that. So I, now we're getting into the dark side. Yes. Right? The dark yes. side of the <laughs> Since the S's are so non-confrontational, mm -hmm. it's easy to think that they just let things pass and that everything is fine. And so share with us what it is that is actually going on there under the surface so that we don't continue to think that the silence means that they agree with everything and that they don't have their own opinions. What's going on under the surface? Yeah, I think us as people live in our head a little too much. Um, not proud to say this, but I, I know younger, the younger Tessa, um, you know, even if I would avoid sharing because of that confrontation, I can't speak up here. S says, you're not going to like me saying this, but you are the worst when it comes to gossip. We are the worst, right? And think of team members, that person who is not speaking up at the table. What do they do when they leave that table? Well, I can't believe that Tessa did this. And I can't believe Sophia did that. And I can't believe our team is going to do this. And then they share their idea with that person they're gossiping with. And that friend's going, why didn't you bring that up at the table? Well, no, no, no. I'm not going to bring that up to the table because no one's going to listen to me, right? That's what we do. And that's not okay, friends. That's not okay. That's not, that's not creating spaces where you can show up as yourself and bring your ideas forward. And so, you know, when, when we're sitting there quiet, a lot of times we're burning up inside and I can only speak for myself, but I think there's other people listening that are probably shaking their head. And so I've learned to voice my opinion. I've learned that it's not okay to leave a space where people say, do you have anything to share? And I take those thoughts with me. You know, even when I'm feeling my, my heart in my ears, I need to be able to speak my truth and share my opinion. And so again, I think, you know, the S's are, are worriers. The C's probably have that too, but they don't like insecurity. They don't like to feel insecure. And so they'll hide, um, you know, they'll hide their, their voice, their, their feelings, um, because they're just thinking about everything that's going to go wrong if they were to speak up. Um, and, and so, yeah, you know, although we may think that our S's are just perfect and they're so kind and they're so nice, you know, truth bomb and spoiler to all of you and, and S's, if you're listening, we're not, 
right? We're not. And, and we need to recognize those shortfalls in our style that, you know, just because you're not speaking up in a crowd or in a group, if you're going behind their back then and sharing your thoughts, that, that's not helpful to anyone. In fact, it's just hurting the situation. So yeah, I don't, I'm not sure if you, if you know anyone in your life or if you've ever experienced that yourself, Sophia, but I think that was a huge awareness piece for me. Yeah. When you spoke now, I, I started to think about the people at work who don't say anything in meetings, but as soon as the meeting is over, they start to talk. Yeah. Because <laughs> they, 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 they are still processing. So that the S's are processing on the inside. They take some time in the heat of the moment. They are not ready to talk. So in that meeting, and they also don't, they are not the ones who, you know, um, take the space in that meeting but after the door is closed they can start to do that well I don't I'm not sure it has to be gossiping but you know side talk yeah maybe I'm gossip is not the right word but you know what yeah. you know what I mean it's just mm. when I yeah. think of gossip I always think it's anything that's being said behind anyone's yeah. back what right then it becomes gossip but yeah, yeah. It, it's just speak your truth mm. right and and yeah. and be okay and and I'm going to encourage all the S's, you know, your voice matters mm. and you have great ideas. And I wish I learned this earlier. I really wish that I had the confidence and the courage to just speak up and feel like I belonged in the spaces that I was in. Because even in my previous job, when I was working with a national organization, I would never, I wanted, so wanted these opportunities to do things and be in the spotlight and not because I wanted the spotlight, but because I knew I can add value. And I just never spoke up. I never spoke up. And then sometimes that creates resentment. And why? They don't know I want to be there. So it's really, really important as S's that you, you tend, you know, you take that step. Just take that step. And we're going to learn more. We're going to give you more tips during this podcast. But why don't I wrap this up? And I'm going to give you a, another F word for you to think about when you think about S's. And, and really, when it comes to an S, you will always get on their good side if you enter through friendship. And, and that is our F word for our, for our S's because, you know, they just, again, think of peace, think of calm, think of teamwork, think of all these words that, what do you think of when you, when you think of your friends, your S's really, if you enter those conversations, if you enter even um, a work environment through the lens of friendship with them, you will have a loyal team member for life. You will have a loyal friend for life and they'll be there to support you in, in any dream or vision that you have. Um, do you have anything else to add, Sophia, to wrap this up? No, it, even though I've been working with this for a long time, it's, uh, I learned a lot about the S styles. <laughs> and, and you know what, we're both learning, right? Sophia and I have been doing this for a few years, but you're, you're always going to learn um, because people change and we grow. And that's why I love that we get to share this with the world. And so that should give you a little more insight into those S style friends this week. I hope you go into the world and you start to recognize some of these behaviors. If you lead a team, start to pay attention to those silent S's on your team and, and maybe call them out this week. Maybe instead of just letting them leave that meeting without saying anything, you say, Hey, Tessa, you may have something to share today, right? And I guarantee they will. So I hope that you'll continue to join us. I hope that you join us next week. Our final episode in this series, we are going to introduce our C-style friends with you. So until then, continue to discover yourself.